0: relax. Colleen and Eric have a podcast. The world is scary and we're locked in our home, but now we have big microphones. So you can relax. That's the name of our podcast. Hello. Welcome to Relax the Podcast. Hi. I'm Colleen Ballinger.
1: I'm Eric Strickland.
0: Strickland? It's often
1: misspelled as that. Is it? Yeah. Hmm. Or Stockland. Stockland. People will hear. Oh.
0: People, I don't want to
1: hear Stockland. They stock man, Strickland, or hmm. Stockland.
0: People always said Bollinger for me. It's not good. Well,
1: that's obvious.
0: Yeah. Uh, it sounds like it could go even worse <laughs> than that. But. We are married and this is our date that we have once a week. Yep. So we're busy people and you guys get to listen to it. So today we're going to chat about many things. Um, we're going to continue a debate that was happening last week.
1: <laughs> I think we've resolved uh, the when you're allowed to decorate for oh, Christmas yeah,
0: We're going gonna to get into that. Um, and uh, we have lots of fun stuff to talk about today. I, yeah. remember, I wrote it all down, but now I don't remember what it was. But first, Good before we get into anything else, this show is called Relax. So, Lovey, we need to talk about who needs to relax. Do you want me to go first Do you go first?
1: You can go first if you would like.
0: Okay. I think that... Jump scares in Halloween stores need to relax.
1: That's a good one. It's uh, relevant to our human experience yesterday.
0: Also, jump scares like on Halloween, unless I am voluntarily going into a haunted house where I am expecting, I know this is what I'm going to get. A hayride, perhaps? A haunted hayride, a haunted house, a haunted maze. A
1: horror night?
0: But if I am... Just I mean, maybe I should have expected because we're going to a Halloween store, so maybe it's my fault. But here's the here's the story. We went into a Halloween store yesterday with our son. Uh,
1: specifically spirits, you know, the ones that pop up every year in October for oh. one month. Mm-hmm. That vacant building down the street from your house becomes a Halloween store. Yes. And then goes back to being.
0: Whatever it was before, which is nothing yeah so that's what um, we did yesterday with Flynn and that's where we took him and we wanted to look at the costumes now he walked in and Flynn doesn't go to many stores, so he is always very overwhelmed when he goes into a new store just kind of taking it in but this was a very weird one because you walk in there's these huge mannequins with like chainsaws for hands and like missing heads and
1: if you're the kind of person that spends like three hundred dollars on a uh, animatronic Halloween robot for your front porch, mm. they've got it for you.
0: That's for sure. We don't. Um, but, you know, so Flynn's looking at the stuff and instead of going like, ooh, scary, we were kind of like, whoa, look at that silly guy. Isn't that silly? This is a cool store." Like we were trying to not...
1: They had a Paw Patrol section.
0: Yeah, we were trying to not like... Um, make him think it was scary. If he thought it was scary, that's fine, but we didn't want to like be like, tell him that it was scary. We wanted him to come to that conclusion himself yeah. if he wanted to, because maybe he likes scary stuff. Who We knows?
1: said it was silly.
0: Yeah, we're like, that's a silly guy, huh? That's so funny.
1: This guy, by the way, had a chainsaw for a hand <laughs> and was programmed to say, I hit her in the head with a hammer eight times <laughs> over and over and over again as his eyes glowed red and he robotically hiccuped like back and forth on him.
0: it was not good uh,
1: it was terrifying
0: so is pretty silly Flynn was spooked like but he more was just kind of like taking it in like I don't know what I think about this
1: just these big child wide eyes that you can only see his eyes because he's wearing a mask right looking at these things like so Eric, a silly guy
0: so Eric sees this like little tunnel like thing that has like chains kind of dangling down I mean it's like 10 feet long it's not even a tunnel it was just like a a walkway and he said, "Flynn, come through this with me. Just trying to get Flynn to do something because he thought maybe think it was fun. There was like dangling things in it, and Flynn walked through it with Eric. And at the end of it, there was like a huge, like maybe three foot spider that was connected to like a spring that jumped out at him. Like it has a sensor, so when Flynn walked past it, it jumped at Flynn, and." Flynn didn't cry. He didn't like, you know, he just goes, that scared me. Like it was like matter of yeah, fact. He, he, he jumped
1: like, in and um, I didn't know he had claws, but he dug them into me and he kind of pulled me. He was kind of trying to protect me. He kind mm-hmm. of pulled me away um, and dug into my leg. And yeah, he was he didn't like that.
0: No, he. And so he kept saying, I don't like the store. I want to go. That scared me. And. He he never cried or anything, but we left. We walked right when we walked out. He said, "I do not like that store. That was kind of crazy. We gotta go. We gotta find another store. I don't I want to go, don't back, want to to go that back to that store. Yeah. <laughs> he was just like that's not what you But I was so annoyed that that jumped on my two year old. But I guess that was our fault. Like we went into a Halloween store. We know it's there. Like I should have assumed something like that might happen." But as a mom, I was like, "How dare they scare my <laughs> son?" I, I I didn't
1: see it. I didn't expect it. I so it wasn't like purposeful. Like I, if if I knew that was going to happen, I would have chosen another route.
0: Right. But anyway, now Flynn will not go into Halloween stores. Like it's like not going to happen. So that's over for us. However, it made me that's think okay. about when I was trick or treating um, with like Christopher and Jessica's kids a long time ago, and. We are just simply walking house to house, and there are some houses that are scary, and we purposefully don't go up to those because the kids don't want to and I, I remember specifically that night so many people dressed scary who would like jump at the kids when we we're just walking on the sidewalk like with like bloody knives and stuff, and I was like, "What are you doing? They're like two and four like
1: I wasn't there I't no
0: no, this was a very, very long time ago um and really, yeah, in my hometown. And so when that happened with Flynn yesterday, I was like so angry. And I was like, ah, and people do that on Halloween.
1: I don't know people to do that.
0: It happened when I was there and I was so angry. Unless they're like a paid
1: performer at like a Hollywood uh, Halloween um, hayride or like a horror nights, which I don't like, by the way.
0: I know they're really scary. I
1: find that very strange in like a haunted house that there there are paid actors that are like, I'm going to get up in your. Well, it's like you're not going to you're going to actually kill me. Like, why are you getting up in my face? This is. I don't don't want that.
0: No, I don't either. Kind of
1: attention. That's like
0: what I always, whatever I go to those with people, I always say that to the scare actors. I say, 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 no, thank you. No, I say, no, thank you. But I also say, you're not allowed to touch me legally. You cannot touch me. (laughs) (laughs) Because there are places where they can legally touch you, by the way. Really? Um, Yes. Yeah, they're allowed to like.
1: They have like consent to, what are they going to do? Like
0: they can like, grab your arm or like something like that i don't know i feel like it's like a legal problem waiting to happen but i know that exists there are haunted houses where you can go in knowing that the actors are allowed to touch you and grab you but i feel like that's just, anyway anyway who needs to relax for you this week love it's not a
1: who it's a thing okay on a, on a human body i would say the the that um this week i'm, I'm gonna have to ask the human belly button to relax
0: are you talking about mine? I wasn't going to
1: specifically call out yours because I don't want you to be self-conscious about it. But what's going on with your belly button is is absolutely <laughs> crazy. And it's uh, stressing me out. Um, so it's making me not relaxed.
0: Uh, yeah, belly buttons are weird. Belly buttons are weird. And my, are, I have they I've, are
1: strange. And no, uh, whether it's an innie, whether it's an outie, I get why it's there and what it did for you.
0: Mm-hmm. It, it makes you be alive. It makes
1: you be alive. And <laughs> yeah, then, you know. The womb. Yeah.
0: Mine is normally an innie. When I am it pregnant, sure is. it is the most outie that a belly button has ever been. It's
1: not even that it's, it's not even that it's an outie. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it's so stressed to the point of like, when does it <laughs> become just a hole again? Is kind of what I think. Uh, so. When you have a belly button, you know, and they, the the whole um, umbilical cord Mm -hmm. process, which we've seen now firsthand from from start to finish, is really that's kind of strange and intense. Mm -hmm. Like when they they clip it, and then for the first couple weeks, Mm -hmm. and then this kind of like scabby
0: scabby, umbilical cord, scabby
1: thing comes off, and then it develops into an innie or natty, whatever you know, whatever your thing is, Mm -hmm. man. That's that's beautiful. Um, but but essentially, what it's it's kind of like a knot, right? Mm -hmm. I feel, you know, like a balloon. Is okay. That, yeah, I guess. I don't know. Like, yeah, I, see what you're saying. No, I see what you're saying. And it just seems to me that yours has become so stressed. What that do you I, mean
0: stressed?
1: That it's become so like. Outy? Outed. Yeah. That I feel <laughs> <laughs> that it's just going it to. Burst. Yeah. I don't.
0: I, where else could
1: it go? What's left? Um,
0: my sister-in-law said, I was like, look how big my tummy is. I was showing her how big my tummy was. And she goes, I think you're having triplets and one of the babies is in your belly button. Right. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's um it's pointed. It's pointing at me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> is um, it pointy? It does, I mean it does stick out pretty far. Yeah. It's really weird.
1: It is weird.
0: Yeah. Do you ever uh when you uh
1: when it wasn't any, <laughs> did you ever put your did you ever put your finger in your belly button i never played i wasn't a belly button playing kid you didn't you didn't have like um a lint that collected in there I'm sure it or existed debris in there. like <laughs> debris. <laughs> i don't know <laughs>
0: like from rubble
1: like yeah. from a building falling you debris. don't get that in there
0: no i'm sure that you never that got like a good existed. chunk of debris out of your belly button i don't think so I, mine wasn't i don't feel like mine was ever that deep but like yeah i guess i can remember sort of like is that maybe now, has happened when i was a kid or something. is it was it is it sensitive because no. mine feels like sensitive. It does. <laughs> yeah. No, mine's not sensitive.
1: Like I never wanted to go too hard at it.
0: It's sensitive because I
1: would be like, "Oh, it's gonna. I'm gonna open it up. Open it. Yeah."
0: No, I don't think that's possible. Is that I I wonder like if that's skin, an
1: irrational fear I have? I
0: probably because I feel like the skin on the belly button, like the belly button skin, would be thicker and stronger than all the rest of the skin.
1: Well, and all the other ways that your body is a bit, uh, um, its ability to heal itself. Mm-hmm. Right. You would think that like. We would just have like a, if anything, like a scar there.
0: Mm-hmm. But
1: instead there's like an in here. Oh, this is so no, weird. It's,
0: it wouldn't be a scar because it literally a huge umbilical cord tube went into, in through that. What happens on body, the other
1: side of the tube?
0: It's feeding your stomach. Well, yeah, no. I, and your body. I know that. You-
1: but then uh, our son is born. They hand me scissors. They say, cut this thing. Mm-hmm. That was.
0: Thick, right? Everyone yeah. says it's hard to do.
1: Yeah, it was. It took me two Two snippets? Two snips. Two sni- snippets. Two snippets? Um, you're going to have to
0: do it so and much. Then it, and then they clip Think it out, with this gonna plastic thing. You're going to have to do it with thing. two babies. I know.
1: Just double hand. Just double hand. Double whoosh, fisting. And then like rotate the them. Boards. Put them in my hole. I'll bring my own scissors. Uh, holstered. Yeah. And then they clip it with a plastic thing and then it like, I don't know deteriorate scabs kind of like right and falls then the rest of it just kind of falls off well, like after a out.
0: week or two yeah
1: um and then what happens Well, i'm saying on like on the inside to the other half of the tube that was is it just like a loose hose running around in there now what happens inside
0: i i'm not a scientist i thought you I'm, were <laughs> i'm not well versed in umbilical cords except for when they're in me and how healthy and strong the umbilical cords are as like far as like being attached to the placenta and to the child right and i have been told that Currently, the twins have thick, strong placenta. <laughs> oh, so strong, it's attached. To the,
1: so maybe when yes. you birth the placenta, the rest of the the inner cord is attached yes, to the placenta. Yes, 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 yes. Look at us.
0: But I thought it's- you were asking, like, what happens on the inside? Like, how does well, it I was, heal? I
1: was, I was, well, because they like they clip it and then like it, it knots off here, and I'm like, well, what happens to the other half of it that was? That's well, the
0: umbilical cord is it's just attached to the baby and to the placenta, and the placenta is kind of not attached, but. What are you looking at? What? I, was, no, I was
1: interested. I leaned in. Oh, You, in. Got, you leaned yeah. in so close.
0: It looks like you're <laughs> looking at like something on my face. Um, mm. so, but what is crazy is the placenta is like in your uterus, you know, and it's like attached to like kind of the wall. Not attached, but like kind of. Um, you don't want to be attached, attached. That's like dangerous. But it's essentially when you when it comes out, it's like a huge placenta sized wound in your uterus that has to heal. And it's painful. Like, it's like, imagine like an open wound, like the size of a placenta.
1: Absolutely not. No, I won't imagine Well, I'm going to have
0: two of them in my uterus. Hmm. And I had one with Flynn. Isn't that crazy? And the so human body just like- right now. Braggy? Yeah. I'm not- bra- I don't want to. <laughs> I, I mean, I want two kids. I don't want to have two huge wounds in me. I didn't know but, that. Yeah. But well, you didn't know the umbilical cord was attached to the placenta? I just didn't know
1: you'd be talking so much about wounds.
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Well, let's move on. Then you can talk about. that kind of segues dis-
1: nicely into a.
0: Oh God! Pew, pew, pew. Okay, we're starting off an episode you, with a. Let's just
1: see uh what that belly button's doing <sighs> through thick cotton. Be you can see it. You look like uh,
0: I, I can pull it down.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's like staring straight into the sun. uh Wow. Wow, I'm seeing it, I'm seeing it, you're listening, but I'm seeing it on the the monitor of our camera, and uh, is there some sort of effect you have on the camera that's no. making it,
0: <laughs>
1: that's it's looking,
0: looks like.
1: you're looking good, love, that looks great.
0: Oh, thanks, I feel that really pretty. That belly button is, no, I, sorry, I didn't mean, I,
1: you know that I'm, <laughs> no, I'm not like. I'm not offended, I know. Negging you. I, I know. I, I love it. <laughs> it just looks like, uh, your belly looks like.
0: So you have Jennifer
1: f- Aniston in an episode I feel of friends. Like you have
0: a fear of belly buttons. Is that what you're saying? I think I think we've just discovered that. OK, this
1: wasn't information I had before we started talking about it. But I think much like my irrational throat fear, mm-hmm. I have a similar sense of vulnerability mm-hmm. tied to uh, my belly button
0: and mine. Apparently, I feel like the, the fear might just be of my belly button.
1: No, I, no, no, no. OK, it just makes me think about my own mortality.
0: Well, I think this is a good time to move on to a new topic. And the new topic will be our first sponsor.
1: Uh
0: (laughs) So we're going to move on from umbilical cord. Does it
1: segue well into... uh,
0: Everything segues into well to Everly well. Ah, of course. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys, take a moment to answer this question for me, okay? How are you feeling today? Oh, gosh. If your answer is anything less than great, which apparently it is for Eric, it's time to learn more and demand better for your body. Take control of your health and well-being with an at-home lab test from Everlywell.
1: <sighs> you just got one.
0: I did just get one. I'm so excited food, to do it. Uh, the food sensitivity so one. i to do it. So I've always, always want to do this because I've always had stomach issues and feel sick after certain foods, but then sometimes I do and sometimes I don't. I've always been really curious if I have like sensitivity or an allergy to certain foods. Yeah, and how would
1: you know without Everly Well? And now they're going to tell you. But
0: Everly Well offers affordable at-home lab tests that give you trusted physician-reviewed results. You choose from different tests, including food sensitivity, which is one I just got. I cannot Mm -hmm. wait to do it. Metabolism, sleep and stress, which Eric needs to do. I guess I do. Too. What are they going to just,
1: yeah, <laughs> I'm just going to say
0: <laughs> the results just come back and say, yes, I just like put a Q-tip in my mouth and it's like, yep. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Thyroid and so much more. And here's how it works. Everly ships you your test straight to your door with everything needed for a simple sample collection. You return the test to a CLIA certified lab with a prepaid shipping label. Then your physician-reviewed results and insights are sent to your device in just days. Over 1 million people have trusted Everly Well with their at-home lab testing. So I'm super excited. I just got mine. I'm like dying to open up the box. Flynn saw it and he thought it was a toy for him, the box. And he was like, can I open this? I was like, that is mommy's. And I'm very excited about this. So I can't wait to check it out and see what foods I am sensitive to or might have allergies to because I feel like it'll make my life a lot better to know like oh if i eat eggs i'm going to get sick cuz i have a really intense food sensitivity or allergy to it mm-hmm. and then i you know i can start cutting things out of my diet that are making me sick that I wouldn't have otherwise. I think it's awesome. I'm very, very excited. And for listeners of the show, Everlywell is offering a special discount of 20% off an at home lab test wow. at everlywell.com slash relax. That's everlywell.com slash relax for 20% off your at home lab test. Everlywell.com slash relax relax okay so oh eric's eating a bagel which is fine because i have a lot to say um (laughs) so last week we talked about we had this christmas debate which is a an ongoing debate in our home where i like to decorate for christmas really early i love christmas it makes me very happy and eric wants me to wait till after thanksgiving and i knew
1: not because i love thanksgiving like i saw like some responses like thanksgiving is this horrible holiday Okay. Yes, I know. It's not that I love I'm this champion of Thanksgiving. I just like was saying that it is a holiday. And I like I like eating a big meal with family. Mm -hmm. But like, but as far as like, we need to decorate for it or celebrate it specifically for its past Mm is not the case.
0: Right. So. I knew going into this because every time I talk about decorating for Christmas, even since before I met Eric, every time I've talked about liking to celebrate Christmas early and decorate for Christmas early, people have gotten viciously angry with me. I wrote a song about this, like about how people just get so mad that I like to. What? I'm not gonna sing a song. Come on. No. How do you say that
1: and then not sing the song?
0: (laughs) how's it go it's not very good it's it's like a ukulele hate mail song i don't remember it at all it's like um i remember i maybe can remember the first line it's like um uh people are really mad at me because i put on my christmas tree yes it's november 1st but i've wait yes it's november 1st but i want santa to come early or something i don't remember it's not that, but anyway and then i read a bunch of hate comments i got about how stupid i am that i decorate for christmas early so i knew when we had this debate last week that everyone was going to come for me and be pissed at me and boy did you guys so basically i'm gonna read you not not that i saw my god love you were not looking in the right place no i mean the thing people that added me were
1: more mad the people that added me at least were like you're wrong i'm Team Colleen, like in this debate.
0: OK, there. I did not see that at all. I only saw people, which I knew. So I'm not mad and I understand. But I want to read some of the comments because these people, you'll feel Please very do. heard, I think. So my frustration is that this makes me super, super happy. And Christmas decorations don't make you super super mad they just kind of annoy you a little and I, my argument was like if you love something so much that kind of annoyed me a little i'd be like am i right and i, I haven't i am no i know i know i was so, seeking
1: like a slight compromise but like I, I should say that when you do it you go all out there mm-hmm. is up to five christmas trees in this house mm-hmm. everything's covered in glitter mm-hmm. and all over the, so then glitter is everywhere mm-hmm. Yeah, so I can't I can't I mean we you have You don't you
0: don't honestly 50
1: you, boxes of Christmas you stuff don't even all need of to our defend storage yourself. in this house is taken up with Christmas decorations for when they come out. Yeah, all of our that's storage. That's
0: literally not true. But you don't even need to defend yourself because everyone agrees with you and not me. So I'm going to read you some of the top comments on our Relaxed Podcast from last week, okay? Okay. Here we go. Um I get both arguments. Thank you, Clara. This maybe was the only nice one, but just stand. But just standing up for Eric for a second. Extra stuff and clutter stresses me out. It literally makes me feel claustrophobic and closed in. I need open, clean spaces for a clear mind. So is that how you feel? Do you feel claustrophobic?
1: Yeah, I think uh, Clara.
0: Clara said that.
1: Uh, thank you. Um, thank you, Clara. Uh, yeah. Uh, yes. <laughs> I. I totally. This is this is true for me, okay. and that's why I feel like I'm. You see me cleaning a lot. Mm-hmm. I clean a lot. I don't Mm -hmm. like, I'm not a huge clutter fan. i like kind of like simple. Yeah. Cause, cause I think, uh, when that is done and it's, I feel less stressed. Yeah.
0: Okay. So here's another one.
1: She hit the nail on the head with that. Okay. This is from Clarissa. A lot of sea names.
0: In Eric's defense, when you grow up in a place that actually experiences seasons, the celebration of those holidays corresponds with the idea of the changing of the seasons. I think the idea of decorating your house to look like winter when it's fall may seem fine in California because there isn't really a seasonal correspondence. But it's more clearly premature when it's seasonally fall outside. Leaves are changing, etc. But your house is decorated like winter. Anyway, just my two cents.
1: Absolutely. Growing up in New Jersey and Connecticut... There are seasons, and my favorite season is fall or autumn, as some people will say. I feel like because my birthday is in September, and also I love, I love that like brisk, cool. That weather is just perfect for me. A light jacket, perhaps. I'm a fan of this weather, and so it's like you're cutting that short for me. But like, you do like this. That is my favorite season, and it's like cut short by these by this early declaration of it is Christmas time. This is Christmas music. These but are it Christmas doesn't get cold things. here. We
0: don't even get rain at Christmas time. It's like stays hot all year. So there's like not my,
1: like a color palette I like or the fall colors. So you're going I straight to red, green and white. I'm not. I'm, if, I, a, if I
0: decorated the house the same amount, but for fall, you'd be fine with it because I don't think you would. Well, you do do that. No, I don't. There's not there, a single fall decoration in our house. Your right
1: office now. upstairs is all. Is that all, is
0: my office because I don't want to clutter the house for you. So I'm just saying. I don't think it's because you want the house decorated for fall. You I, don't. You said that before. I we know I want to
1: I want so we're talking about seasonal change and like and
0: this person whatever. is really mad. Alessandra said, Colleen keeps asking Eric why, why, why? And he explains every single time, but she's just not hearing him out. Angry face emoji. The clutter of it all obviously is overwhelming for him. When he said, I used to like it, that said it all. Like when I you say? said, like I said, you don't like Christmas, and you said I used to. Oh, definitely. She's blaming oh, sounds, me for well, that. <laughs> I think we were,
1: this is a playful.
0: <laughs> well, and that's the thing. I'm like, we're not. We're certainly wife. not
1: fighting or arguing. It's more like a playful debate. It's fun to debate you on this. Because it like in a silly way.
0: It upsets me so much. It drives you like a little crazy. Yeah. And, and like, I know that. And I know that's why that's I think that's a big reason why you're like now we're not decorating until then, because I know that you like when I get like my buttons pushed.
1: Yeah. And I should say what happened in the week that followed that uh, last week. We'll, we'll, we'll get into that. Okay. We'll get into that.
0: We'll get into that. OK, um, let's see. Rebecca said, I'll read just a couple more. Rebecca said, maybe these are all the top comments, by the way. I'm not like looking for these. These are all the the top comments on the video. Maybe Colleen can't understand where Eric's coming from because she only has overwhelming joy for decorating for Christmas. Eric, of course, supports her decorating because it makes her happy, but he is sacrificing months of the house he lives in being a draining space for him mentally, where he looks forward to the point that it's over. Both sides are valid. Some people like Christmas decorations and others don't. And I don't think there should be an attempt to convert one to the other when opposite sides live in the same house you have to understand co- uh, the position of the other hand to be willing to compromise hold on i want to read one more before is that our doc- is that a
1: doctor was that our well, like here's a, a psychiatrist this is, well this is
0: where i want to i am have a question for you
1: that was really good um
0: eric tell her it's overstimulating, and you are an anxious person this is why it affects you so It seems as though all these people think and you need to tell me if they're correct, because then I I guess I'm not decorating for Christmas because they're all basically saying like his poor mental health. This poor, anxious person is so claustrophobic and stressed and anxious because of Christmas trees. How dare you want to decorate early? It's kind of what I'm getting, the vibe I'm getting from these comments. So if this is true. If it really affects your mental health that bad. Then I can wait until the week of Christmas.
1: Uh, I think it's, there's kind of two sides to that coin and where like, because I think that it doesn't, it's not like it, it's, it's not like it um, in any serious way affects my mental health. It's, it's just, uh, it's just a lot in an already, you know, we're, we're born into this world, like for, uh, like intense and purpose like alone you know what i mean and like we uh, growing and then you're a person and then like you now all of a sudden you're a family and you're sharing a space and you have a a kid who has lots of stuff and a and a, a wife who has lots of stuff and then and and interests and things and then it kind of and that's your space and a lot and for you know the calendar year months of that time a lot of that space is taken up with um So, so I've never seen anyone live like this for a holiday. Like it's, it's an outpour. It's like, you know, it is like somewhat intrusive how expansive it is. Cause like where, uh, when my family decorated for the holidays for Christmas, like it was like maybe some lights out front, you know, uh, and then there was a Christmas tree in the living room, maybe Mm -hmm. like a wreath on the front door. And so I think my, uh, some like, you know, kind of knickknacky stuff that comes out that time of year for the month of December on like the mantle mm-hmm. in this house, in this home, it's in every room it's everywhere. And it's, and it's, am it's, I going to cry? It's literally not in every room.
0: <laughs> it's in the two main living rooms and that's it. Well in that, no, not that's not true. There,
1: when you, there will be a wreath on the door. There will be, there will be. When you walk in, in the main, there's a giant tree, and then the entire stair banisters cut, and this is all very glitter intensive. And then in that room, you're like, well, this tree will go in this room, or these two trees will go in this room, and then the little tree will go in our bed. You know what I mean? It's it, it's every Well, here's room. the thing:
0: it's every all the comments were basically saying. That it's because it makes him so claustrophobic and so anxious and like I need to hear that out. But to me and my perspective, maybe I was wrong and I can admit I was wrong to me and my perspective. Yeah, it was never that. It was like you. I always felt like we always would have that argument like to wind f- each other up. Yeah. Yeah. To piss each other off. Uh, and as it, the and British I was, would say
1: taking a piss. Right.
0: And I genuinely like. I cannot even explain how happy.
1: (laughs) Yeah. That's what makes it all worth it to me is because how bad I want you to be happy. And I I would never want to take a, like, you know what I mean? Like I, we're just fleshing it out completely. And I'm asked, I'm being asked to like deep dive into, to it. But like, I, I, I surely would, we're just having fun. And I'm so glad that there's this thing that makes you happy and go for it. Go crazy. But
0: if it was something that genuinely made you super anxious and have like, claustrophobia and um be super super uncomfortable in your own home and you feel like a stranger in your own home and all these things like no. i wouldn't do it you know I of course I, we're, not but um anyway everyone was very mad at me <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> so i'm uh, sorry to
0: the people i've said i'm not degrading your homes and even our home we did come to a compromise what eric was trying to say earlier is we went to a christmas store a few days ago and um I went to find decorations that well, were calmer, that weren't covered in glitter. Sure. And, and well, and also,
1: yes, you, yeah, that's ones we were looking at together because mm-hmm. you were like, I found this like amazing wholesale year round Christmas place warehouse and I was insisted on going with you. I wanted mm-hmm. to go with you to support this.
0: Mm-hmm. And I
1: was like, get it all and do it now. Mm-hmm. Like, if it's going to make you happy and with everything you're going through right now, like, please like decorate every day right now. I did have one tweet that I wanted to, okay. to read. That's what I'm looking at my phone. Okay.
0: But yeah, so we went to this. So the, the compromise would be that like, and here's the other difference is this year has been, and I guess call me selfish. i like, I guess I am being very selfish, but like the past two years, but especially this year has been very hard because selfish. I've been pregnant with twins And we're in the middle of a pandemic. Only for
1: 200 days so far.
0: (laughs) I can't do anything. I can't go anywhere. I'm in pain all the time. You are? And the closer I get to the due date, the more miserable I'm getting and the less mobile I'm getting. Yeah, so decorate and now.
1: So, decorate the earliest you've ever I'm, that's decorated. That's no, I'm, I'm all for it. <laughs> it wouldn't be I'm the, not kidding. It wouldn't
0: be the earliest I've decorated. Oh my god. <laughs> I've decorated on October 1st before. You <laughs> have? <laughs> yeah. Um. So anyway, I I um hmm. just wanted to say that this year I, I've been looking forward to Christmas so much more than I ever have because I've been so miserable to the point where last year during COVID I was so sad as everyone was i made a christmas in august because i couldn't wait till december so i I, we did two christmases last year we sure did so (laughs) i didn't do that this year first of all (laughs) and so i've just been like i'm literally counting down the days so i can bust out a christmas tree but i'm waiting till at least november and i might even wait longer because i don't want the internet to think i'm a horrible wife who's like abusing my husband by like putting up christmas decorations too early but Yes, I, I hear you. what you guys are saying. And if it truly makes you super anxious, I'm not going to do anything that would ever hurt you or upset your mental health, um, especially we're recording this on, I think, isn't it like World Mental Health Day today? I think it is. It is. And I would never want to do anything to, you know, encourage those those things in your life. You know what I'm saying? That sounds like a lawyer wrote this What? A lo- <laughs> I don't uh, think it was even like proper grammar or English.
1: Uh, I, one tweet that I saw that I liked um, was from Megan. And she said, you guys should buy a shed. Mm-hmm. Buy a shed and make it look like Christmas throw up in it. So when it's October, Colleen feels the need to celebrate Christmas. She can hang out there in the shed. I just think this is a great idea.
0: First of all, we don't have room for a shed. Second of all, do you remember what yes. the guest room was when you met me? Because the guest room was the Christmas, the Christmas room. room. So I've I've done this a before. room in your
1: house that year all year long
0: was decorated for Christmas. Yeah. Ask me if I ever got to a Christmas. But that's in the house. I,
1: I like Megan's idea better of getting a shed, just like a dark, like Christmas decorations and s- spider whoops.
0: <laughs> As Flynn would call them, spider Um
1: And you just have to go out to the Christmas shed and being there alone in um uh, in the dark, in a shed.
0: Okay, well, I, I.
1: You don't like that idea?
0: No, I don't like. I'm, don't, I'm not going to go live in a shed um, <laughs> <laughs> with twins, brand new newborn twins. No, just when you um, feel like
1: celebrating Christmas, you go out to your shed.
0: No, uh, we're uh, we're there's uh, okay. We're doing compromising things. There's no glitter. I I'll think that's do. A fine I'll do less compromise. stuff. Because you want less stuff. So I'll do I'm less. I'm offering you
1: this yard space to build a shed.
0: I don't want a shed. The last thing I want in the world is a shed. I do Not like, even for your
1: happiness? A shed is like for your tools your and rats. We're not talking about your mental health.
0: Uh, No, we're not. Ta- wait, what? What about my mental health? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh, maybe we'll get into that later. Um, but before we do, let's talk about something else that has to do with health and happiness, which is daily harvest. We love daily harvest here on relax. And we want to take a second to say thank you to them for sponsoring us for us. This time of year usually means getting back into a busier schedule. We love, like I said, we, or I love a season. I love a holiday and we're getting into all the holidays. We've got birthdays. We've got Thanksgiving. We've got Halloween. We've got Christmas. We've got a million fa- family gatherings. Um, so we love all this stuff. But when I am swamped, Thinking about what's for lunch or let alone finding time to go grocery shopping is almost impossible especially with being this pregnant. Thanks to Daily Harvest, our freezer is always stocked with delicious options that are ready in minutes. Daily Harvest delivers delicious harvest bowls, flatbread smoothies and more, all built on organic fruits and vegetables right to your door. Daily Harvest takes literally minutes to prepare and never uses preservatives, added sugar or artificial anything and that goes for everything. I personally love a good harvest bowl. I feel good about myself after eating them. It's much better than eating fast food. <laughs> You'll eat that after. Well, shh. No, I won't. <laughs> not anymore, but we're not going to get into that, this pregnancy. But anyway. You and your harvest bowls. I know. What about you, lovey? I like that I they made, like.
1: I mean the, the smoothies, are easy, those are good, but like they make flatbreads too. Mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of the artichoke. I mean, anytime artichoke and spinach intersect, mm-hmm. like I'm there for it. On You're a flatbread?
0: Happy? Get out of town. So good. Daily Harvest Harvest Bowl is the perfect Comfort food meal on a chilly fall day, and they are ready in minutes. Daily Harvest is all about preserving and protecting the earth for current and future generations to come, from their recyclable and compostable packaging to investing in organic farming practices and reducing food waste. Who doesn't want to help out with that? They believe in leaving the earth in a better place than they found it. Daily Harvest is delicious food, all built on whole organic fruits and vegetables that conveniently stay fresh in your freezer. So it's ready when you are. It's really the whole package. So enjoy this time of year even more like we do with Daily Harvest. Go to dailyharvest.com slash relax to get up to $40 off your first box. That's a lot of dollars. That's dailyharvest.com slash relax for up to $40 off your first box. Dailyharvest.com slash relax. So something that I would love to talk about a little bit.
1: Is it the fact that you're having a really good hair day?
0: oh my God, I haven't washed it in like four days. It looks really good. (laughs) That's so sweet of you. I feel disgusting. Last night I wanted to shower and I literally turned on the shower and like five seconds later, Eric goes, here's the shower turn off. And he goes, you okay? And I was like, (laughs) I can't stand this long. (laughs) I like literally was, I'm at the point with this pregnancy where I, um, Cannot it hurts to you stand are, you my legs? Then asked, up. "Is
1: there a chair I can take in the shower?" <laughs> That's <laughs> what I'm It made I'm me at. think. It made me think.
0: Mm-hmm. There's a bench in there. I know, but the, the okay. That's cool. I have an issue with that. Yes, like when you're naked in a shower, the last thing you want to do. Sorry, I just like burp picked I don't know what it's pregnant, pregnancy related, no, whatever just happened. No
1: one noticed. Um, <laughs> I was bothered by it, except um, for the fact you just breathed out my face really hard. <laughs>
0: So anyway, when you're naked in a shower, you don't want to sit on a cold tile seat. Like it is very cold. That seat. Yeah,
1: it's uh it's almost like it's a refrigerated bench. Um Yeah.
0: Anyway, a
1: chair, yeah. I, we'll get you a shower chair. Love. What do you want me to say?
0: I, I don't want you to say anything. I'm just explaining that um my hair is very dirty and Eric's saying I have a good hair day, but it's just mostly great. nastiness. I thought you
1: did it. Well, how do you get these this um what? This kind of like curl here? It looks
0: um, specific sweat. in
1: place. That's just that's just natural.
0: No, my, How my hair it does I, this. I, okay, so I have that kind of curly hair. Whoop and why? I straighten the hair, and then I have night sweats with this pregnancy, and so ah. then it kind of curls itself because it gets wet, but not soaking wet. So when it dries, it like gets some of my natural curl, but then some of the straight from when the whole I straighten
1: uh, people come to relax. Her beauty tips. So <laughs> you just breathed so hard in my face
0: again. <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. Okay, so anyway, um, what sorry. I wanted to talk about was this. So Flynn, like I said earlier in this episode, uh, really did I say it? Did I talk about his green guinea pig?
1: You've not mentioned oh, that God. whatsoever. I guess I
0: talked about it in my brain. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but Flynn, the reason we went to we went to a pet store yesterday before we went to this Halloween store. And we talked about the Halloween store, right? Am I crazy? Have I lost my mind? This is a good
1: insight into like what it's like to be in a relationship with you.
0: (laughs) Did we talk about the Halloween store? Yes. That was my relaxed thing.
1: For like 20 minutes. I know.
0: But we didn't talk about the pet store, did we?
1: Not at all. Okay.
0: So we would do a pet (laughs) store. We would do a pet store yesterday. (laughs) And um, by the way, I saw a really funny video someone edited of like, did you watch that one that was like, um, what it's what? this video perfectly describes Eric and I Flynn's I relationship. Had, no,
1: I you sent it to me and then things were happening. I'm going to have, I have, I have to, go to back. show it
0: to you then. And we'll, yeah. we'll make Chris, um, put it up on the screen for you guys if you're watching it, but you can just listen to it.
1: Oh if, yeah.
0: Um, yeah. Okay. I, I, I can't believe you didn't watch it cause you will love I'm, this. No, I,
1: I was with Flynn and then, yeah, of um, course. things and then so I, I've been meaning to go back to that. Um, sorry, I will get text. to the
0: pet store topic in a second, but thank God okay but this is more important we've already talked okay. about the pet store no we didn't oh my god okay here it is okay so this this one is called colleen ballinger and eric Stockland's relationship in a nutshell okay someone uploaded this and i think it's so funny here we go you know i'm good at the pink. yeah check it out I won't stop till I want to. Which is like why I mean, and Eric being annoyed. <laughs> I, yeah, I, yeah. yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like I could go like for hours if I wanted to, but I don't <laughs> want to, so I will eventually stop since I want to. It's not going to, like, fall on its own. like I'm not going to like, accidentally <laughs> fall. like, it you it It's it, it, that it, i Starts meditating as I'm just like not stop talking about how I like to glue. I used to be able to do tricks. You oh. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: mean, like, go to my neck. You sound like a four year old. <laughs> hey, I can do tricks. You want to see if I can get it on my neck? See what I can. You want me, to, want me to see? I yeah. can't
0: have a it. No, I can't do it. <laughs> I can't even down to my ankle. That's pretty impressive.
1: <laughs> isn't, that, isn't that funny? That really is like all you need to know about. That us. is
0: literally our relationship in a nutshell. Me just talking about something completely mindless out of nowhere that no one asked to hear about, and you just like wow. trying to meditate in your mind. Away I really from like the, the zoom ins
1: and like the echo effect. <laughs> the on echo your effect voice was, of my voice. Yeah, that made me laugh very hard. Uh,
0: anyway, what I wanted to say well, twenty minutes ago when I started this conversation was, we went to a pet store because. Flynn randomly declared yesterday, I want a green guinea pig and I want to go to a store and buy a green guinea pig. And Eric said, you know what, Flynn? We'll go to the store and if they have a green guinea pig, we'll get it for you.
1: Yeah. That's a promise.
0: Yeah, we promised him. If we find a green guinea pig, we will buy it for it. And he then said the guinea pig's name is Jelly. And was like, you didn't yeah, even have to yeah. hear his name. already And it has a best friend named John. And this is a green guinea pig, and it's a big green guinea pig. Which is a
1: huge step for him because he's been naming anything and everything but us mm-hmm. for a year at this mm-hmm. point. So it's the first time he's ever decided on a new and different name, for, let alone two.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, should we say the way he says guinea pig?
0: How does he say it? This is gay pig. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he does say gay pig. I want to go to the pet store and get a gay oh, yeah. pig. Yeah, I want to get a gay pig, and it's got to be green. <laughs> and his name is uh, Jelly. So we went to the grocery, st- the pet store. They had guinea pigs. They were not green. And luckily for us, Flynn did not settle. He was like, those are green. They're garbage. They're not green. They're garbage. Like He had no interest in these brown, white, black guinea pigs because they weren't green. Thank God. I was worried he was going to see one and be like, I don't care. Like, let's get a guinea pig. That's jelly
1: and that's That's, John. Yeah. yeah.
0: And so I was nervous, but luckily he did not want those those guinea pigs. So this made me think about how I had guinea pigs growing up. I had a lot of guinea pigs. I love guinea pigs. And I started thinking about all the pets I have. And I was like, have we talked about this yet on the podcast? Like our pet past.
1: a, a pet episode? I, not a pet I honestly so. think we have I mean probably <laughs> have we I don't know how many of these have we done like 30 39 yeah sure I think we probably have talked about our
0: pet well, history
1: but go for it
0: well I want to know about your pets but I don't think so because I know about your pets but I want the, the I'll answer. talk about
1: about it again
0: My my family I'll go cuz I'm sure everyone already knows about my pet history but maybe not yours so I'll I'll go over mine really fast well as fast as I can which is apparently I'll ramble for a million years but
1: we got time to fill. Well, let's go for it.
0: <laughs> I, we had so many pets growing up. We had tons of cats, dogs, guinea pigs, bunnies. Uh, we had a tarantula, a snake, an iguana with lots of mice, rats. Did I say that already? Finches, doves. We had a tortoise. We had um, chickens. I'm sure I'm forgetting a bunch. These are the ones I can remember off the top of my head.
1: That's every kind of animal. That's a full. Yeah. That's a full zoo. We had everything. I will say growing up. Where where did you keep these things?
0: Well, we didn't have them all at the same time. I mean, we kind of had a lot at the same time, but.
1: um, Some of them, I feel like, just rummed your backyard. Yes. Some stories. So the guinea
0: pigs and the rabbits were in, like, we had, like, a side yard.
1: The guinea pigs were outside? Yeah. Really? Yeah.
0: And they ate the grass, and it was, like, a shaded area. It wasn't, like. No, yeah, but but just
1: outside in your, they wouldn't, like, escape?
0: No, there they like is a fenced, off, holes? a fenced off place. Do they no, burrow?
1: I feel like they would burrow. The
0: bunnies would dig holes and like make tr- um, little, I don't know what you call those underneath the ground where they make all these little trails, like bunny tunnels, essentially. And they would, the bunnies would hop down and have babies. And then like you know, a month later, weeks later, whatever, little baby bunnies would hop out.
1: And they don't get out? No,
0: they never got out. I mean, maybe some did. I don't, I don't remember them getting out. I Well. Our cat got a couple.
1: Uh huh.
0: Is this so, le- is any of
1: this illegal?
0: I'm sure it's not. I don't okay. know. Yeah. I a, this was a very long time ago. Um, we had lots of animals because we would wanted them, and my parents. Well, my mom couldn't resist. She loves tiny baby animals, and like she just would get them. Oh, and we had lots of fish, frogs, turtles. I don't know. We had lots of stuff.
1: Like siblings, pets. Yeah.
0: And um, sure. So we had tons of pets. And I'd say growing up with snakes and tarantulas, I'm not scared of... You had a tarantula? Christopher. Yeah, my brother had a pet tarantula. tarantula. He, he told my parents, I think he was two or three, he said, I want a tarantula. And they said, my mom said, when you turn 10 on your 10th birthday, you can have a tarantula. And he remembered. He remembered. Yeah. And on his 10th birthday, he got a tarantula. And tarantulas are terrifying because they shed their skin or I don't know if it's called skin, whatever. Like exoskeletons. But it looks... It's whole, like it comes off in right. a whole piece. So mm-hmm. you have to, my dad would reach in to take out the shell and you can't tell the difference between the two sometimes. So one time he reached in and it, he touched the tarantula, the living tarantula and not the shell.
1: Would your brother like handle it? Like hold it? And no,
0: stuff? no. I mean, I guess he did a couple of times, but like they're really delicate. Like if you drop a tarantula, I'm pretty sure from what I remember from my childhood, like it they'll shatter their bones. Like they, they're very delicate. You're not supposed to oh. like. Oh, they? But maybe I'm wrong. Bite
1: you. they bite you?
0: I never held it. I didn't have any interest in holding that. But having a pet snake, I held the snake all the time. My brother held the snake all the time. And snakes don't scare me now. Like, I'm You've not. You've been bitten by a snake? No, I've not been bit by a I've snake. I've been bitten
1: by a snake. You have? Oh, yeah. What? For sure. No? What do you mean for sure? I was like a woods kid. We were always always grabbing.
0: You got bit by uh, a snake? I mean, like a,
1: a like a garter snake. Not like a cobra. Does it hurt? Yeah. Wait, feel great.
0: Did, not poisonous though.
1: No, no,
0: no. I don't know. Like a I've common,
1: not... like a common, you know, garden snake.
0: What? Like lots of times.
1: A few, like yeah, more than like a more than a few. Yeah. I feel like
0: is this common? Am I crazy? People well, yeah, get bit yeah. by snakes just like on the regular.
1: I think they ha- they're common to Southern California as well. But yeah, you know, like a garden yeah, we have garden snakes. Snake, but yeah. you know, you know what those are, right? Yeah, I saw on the other were like, like a
0: couple months ago. With yeah, we
1: would we were big into like you know you got to catch that thing in the woods when right. we were kids.
0: So you would catch it and then it would bite you.
1: Yeah. Cause you're trying to grab it and it's like, a you know, turn it's, it's a snake, but it turn its head around and like bite your hand and you'd be like, ah, have you have never to, like, watched
0: one of these survivor shows at this point. You don't know that you're supposed to like grab it. Like
1: we would try, but they're kind of, oh my they wiggle around.
0: Well, anyway, we had uh, a million different pets and I actually, this is something I struggle with at night nowadays. but I had mice and, um, I they sell mice at pet stores to feed to snakes. You know this? They have like yeah. feeders, feeder mice, and I thought they were cute and like so those bought one as pets? a pet. Yeah, but mice breed. Mm-hmm. I mean, like their pregnancies must be a day. Yeah,
1: we will. Uh, yeah, we had mice that had babies at one point. It,
0: I mean, insanity. So we ended up having. Like fifty mice. Like I had five different cages with mice in them. What? And so where? In the garage is where we kept them. And so we, I ended up, I started a business, and I would sell them to my friends who had pet snakes, cheaper than the pet store.
1: That's Isn't literally that awful. It's literally a, a character from Royal Tenenbaums. It's like, is it? Yeah,
0: I don't remember the movie.
1: Um,
0: um, but yeah, I did that. Isn't that weird? Anyway. <sighs>
1: You're always so um, business minded, even as a child.
0: Oh, yeah. Big time.
1: So you would, these, these mice that you cared for. Yes. And like this pets, mm-hmm. you would breed them mm-hmm. in large quantities mm-hmm. and then sell them off to be eaten alive. Well, I
0: didn't breed them for this purpose. I bred but them. But that's who's
1: buying them. That's your clientele. Yes.
0: So I bred them. I didn't mean to There's breed them. There's not a huge them, market for like...
1: people that want feeder mice as pets.
0: Right. So I didn't, I didn't breed them to, I didn't even try to breed them. Like I, I, I feel like I would have not bought a boy and a girl. Like I, I, I'm sure my parents were not like, this is a good idea. Let's buy a boy and a girl mouse. That must've been an accident. We must've thought we got two boys. Right. Two but girls. just
1: in your young mind, you figured I can profit off their deaths. Well,
0: once we got so many. Yeah. So not at first, but then once we got so many, I couldn't name them They're too many. And they don't even like, have names. That was Eat like, them. Eh, <laughs> them. I was like 10 at the time. I was like pretty young. And um, you know, I would not say do this now. They say that's horrible. A, a
1: sign of a serial killer. You know that, right?
0: Okay. Well, here I am. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I would never do this now. And I think, I, don't, I think because I had a snake in the house and we fed this snake mice, um, I, I was kind of desensitized to it. I, I didn't grow up thinking there was... You, you grew
1: up around mouse death.
0: And like the the tarantula ate crickets, so we'd put living crickets in there, and like our frogs ate living worms, and like so I would see animals eat other living yeah. things. So I was kind of desensitized to it my whole childhood. So it wasn't like as traumatizing as like now. I feel like that's trauma. I couldn't watch that now. Like I like now that would freak me out and yeah, scare me. We really had a,
1: a snake for a very short period of time called a a black rat snake. Do you know those? I don't think so. We had a corn uh, well, snake. Well, they're called that because they eat rats, and we had it very short, briefly, because you had to feed it, feed her mice, and we like we were not. You couldn't heal it. Okay with that as children?
0: Well, yeah, it's and a so horrifying uh, we how they had do to it.
1: Find a place to uh, where it was acceptable to release this snake.
0: Yeah, where is and that? And he
1: could go find his own yeah. mouse death, right? In like a national park where they so are you, common. You you
0: you bought the snake. No,
1: uh, my uh, one of my siblings had caught it.
0: Oh, okay. Brought it home. Got it as a pet, and then you're like, "Oh, we have to feed it," another and animal. then
1: now it needs to eat.
0: What do we do? And it eats mice.
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I will. I will say it's not pretty when they eat. It's awful.
1: Yeah, cricket. I see that. It's, you know what I mean? Or yeah. I don't know what the other one you said. Cricket, r- worms, worm, l- living worms. Sure, but like Slend- something uh, which, with like big eyes and hair.
0: Well, and you, they and suffocated at first. Yeah, it's, it was not good. It's not good. It was bad. It's,
1: it's got pretty dark.
0: I know. Well, and that's the thing is I, I didn't know any better. And I thought that was just like, I mean, it's the circle of life is what I was taught. I just didn't think anything of it. And now as an adult, I look back and go, how did I watch that? Not like, cause I can't watch. What did guinea any-
1: pigs eat? I never had a guinea pig. The
0: guinea pig food—it's kind of similar. Against the
1: other guinea pigs. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, guinea pig food, and um, the they eat similar. Of course food to course they do. It's, like it's like a like pellet. Ra- it's like a pellet. Yeah. yeah. This similar to what the rabbits, but we would always give them fresh veggies. They're herbivores. So like, we would cut up food for dinner and like whatever leftover veggies, like the ends of celery or carrots or yeah, whatever I, would go in the backyard. That's pigs. what he
1: wants because that's like the one pet I feel like uh, we never had.
0: I loved guinea pigs.
1: One rodent pet. Pet we never had yeah i know nothing about them or their temperament or diet um
0: i mean the guinea pigs that i had were nice
1: do we get one
0: no we do not oh okay <laughs> <laughs> i mean so, here's the thing it's like guy. how people unfortunately how the majority of people handled pets when we were children is much different than now because now we've learned a lot more and grown as a society to be like oh these are living creatures we need to treat better so the caretaking for pets is much different than it was when we were kids at least in my experience You can't just that put make, them in the yard you can't just like put it in a cage and like be like you're good to go like there's like so many like i would have to do a lot of research
1: on like a on, on like guinea
0: a, pigs and what's the proper care of them and what size kids need how much like Free time they need, and you have to like look into all stuff. Do they have to be with someone else? Like, um where do they live know. in the wild? Where do they come from? I don't. I don't New know. New Guinea. I don't know. Hmm. We should look into that. We don't
1: have. But uh, before we look into this it, podcast is more questions than it is answers <laughs> and facts. Ever.
0: But <laughs> before we get into <laughs> learning more about guinea pigs, uh we want to thank Canva for sponsoring this episode. Making content is an essential part of what we do to keep this show going, but it hasn't always been a seamless creative process. It's been really hard staying on top of everything. There's the content we have to create. We have to come up with the videos, social posts, um, all that fun stuff. There's a lot of work that goes into it. And it's a pain in the butt when you're trying to start a business and you have all these different elements going into it. And not only do we do it for this podcast, but of course, my YouTube channels, there's all these different things to try to organize at the same time. But now we have Canva Pro to help us out. With Canva Pro, you can design anything like a pro on any device. It is a design platform that empowers you to create and share stunning content in just a few clicks. Designing with Canva Pro is amazingly fast and fun. Choose from thousands of templates that are easy to customize or you can start from scratch. Canva Pro has endless premium fonts, photos, videos, and so much more that add personality and edge to whatever you're designing. You guys, Canva Pro has an extensive library of tools, features, imagery. They have tons of stuff, endless options, and you don't have to pay for images anymore. It makes creating such an easier process. So you can just focus on being creative and growing your business and not focus on all the nitty gritty and all the little bits and pieces that are uh, what make our job usually pretty stressful. Designing together has never been easier. Sharing, editing, and commenting in real time. Canva Pro helps you stay organized on the same page and on top of team projects. No more misplaced files or tedious back and forth. Plus, you and four teammates can unlock everything Canva Pro has to offer for just $12.99 a month. With Canva Pro's content planner, you'll save time planning, creating, and posting social media content too. Pause scheduled posts and edit them at any time. Our favorite Canva Pro feature is the content planner, which I was just talking about, because one thing I'm horrible at, is planning and being organized especially with a more creative brain it's hard to keep all those thoughts organized and make sure you get everything done so it's been really really helpful for stuff like before that, that it was
1: just a paper calendar that you literally scotch taped up next to the front door or of like our house random
0: notebooks all over the house full those of random too. notes that i lose anyway design like a pro with canva pro right now you can get a free 45 day extended trial when you use our promo code just go to canva.me slash relax to get your free 40 five day extended trial that's c-a-n-v-a dot m-e slash relax canva dot me slash relax i'm having a braxton hick oh. Give me a
1: second. our new segment braxton hick who's braxton hick was that a guy i don't know of course it's named after a man <laughs> named braxton braxton <laughs>
0: I don't know. Should we look it up?
1: Braxton uh, For those of you listening who, who don't know, I'm going to mansplain it to you. Love, please. You don't talk. even know what it is. Uh, it's it's uh, it's a, a essentially a mock contraction
0: mm-hmm. that is
1: your body preparing itself well, for it labor. It is a contraction. It is. What well, allow me, love? Okay. So <laughs> uh, so, so you're, what I know of it is your stomach gets we should have saved the bump check for now it gets really uh <laughs> tight it gets and firm because it yeah. is a contraction mm-hmm. so it is like the mm-hmm. something's contracting there
0: yeah it's like a thing. it's is. like your body's practicing for labor like think right. of it as like you have a huge marathon coming up and you run every day for a mile or two to like prep right for a marathon
1: and apparently in, in multiple pregnancies a pregnancy of multiple it happens earlier
0: yeah so i've been getting them for a while. But I think a lot of them I didn't even know were Braxton Hicks. I would just like, because so many, I have so many weird symptoms. I would randomly get out of breath, feel like someone had punched me in the chest and I couldn't breathe. Mm -hmm. And sometimes that happens because I am anemic this pregnancy. And so um, I have really low iron and I will get shortness of breath often. And sometimes I thought it was because I was feeling faint. And so then I would panic a little bit and get out of breath. Um, which I think those things are true. But then I think there are pro- probably many times where it was Braxton Hick and I didn't know. Mm-hmm. Because our doctor told us at our last appointment, like, if you ever feel like the wind has been knocked out of you and your stomach is tight, it's a Braxton Hick. Yeah. And so then the next time I was out of breath, I felt my stomach. And sure enough, it was hard right. as a rock. Yeah. So I'm having one right now. So I'm a little like. You seem a little out of breath. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so. so Braxton Hick, how did it get the name? How did it get the name Braxton Hick I don't know Braxton Hicks contractions are named after John Braxton Hicks the English physician who first described them oh my gosh oh
1: okay I'm sure no woman who had experienced this had you know what I mean had hadn't uh described it (laughs) he described it Come on,
0: <laughs> I'm being you know, a feminist. Good, I love you. um Yeah, I know. There's so many things. That was like ugh, whatever. This uh, we need to get back to the pets. Well, we'll cu- we'll jump around as that's what we're doing anyway. So I wanted to after um, it's I, our
1: date. Talk about whatever you I want. Know.
0: Well, I wanted to after the uh after I talked about my pets for actually to talk about his, but we took a little break and he was saying. I'm pretty confident we have already talked about this.
1: We've Talked about our pet history. It's such a hot topic that the people want to know. <laughs> I know he was like making fun so of It's like, well, entertaining. About pets. <laughs> like, let's. What kind of pets do you have as a kid? Like, if it, if this I is think our
0: it's entertaining, I I, I like it's, the, it's
1: not something I would ever ask on a first date. It would be like I would for you sure. Guys have some pets as a kid.
0: I would for sure. Um. But anyway, you would. Yeah. So Eric's like, let's move on. From this this. So we're not gonna hear about Eric's pets because he's convinced we've already talked about his pets. I,
1: we had a lot. I don't know, dogs, cats. We got a bunny for Easter once. We had a rabbit hutch for that bunny. The black rat snake. Gone mm-hmm. over. Uh, a couple little lizards. Mm-hmm. Um, I I just because I remember that story that where like I where I finally was was had my own first pet was a cat. And I got to name it and I named it Tony.
0: I feel like I do remember so seeing this like f- on the podcast. I just feel like
1: I've said that.
0: Oh yeah, maybe And he, and he,
1: he was the kind of cat that if, if you pet, he would do the drool thing. Oh
0: yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, like well, here, lots of drool. Well, here's such a the loving issue. cat. He was love, so awesome. I love
0: drooling cats. Yeah. Um, I, I, I think it was just because we usually talk about something that happened in our week a little bit and the pet thing was such a big thing for Flynn. He was so cute at the pet store. He was so excited about a green guinea pig. And so it just made me reminisce. They don't come in green. They don't come in green. But um, if we're going to talk about nature, if we're going to talk about this week that we just had, we could talk about this week because I had a week. I had a big shoot this week that I can't talk about. You had a big shoot this week. You can't talk about. (laughs) Um, So what What an interesting week. So what can we talk about? (laughs) We can talk about um, pregnancy. We've never talked about that on the podcast, I don't think. Have we talked about that I'm pregnant on here? Um, no, but I did have my first Wait, what full-blown, kind of scary panic attack. I think that was your
1: first full full-blown one. I've
0: had like I always thought they were like more anxiety attacks, like mm-hmm. not a lot. Like I can count them on one hand. Like what is the difference? I don't remember. I think um, between a panic one, attack
1: and an anxiety attack. I feel
0: like I heard someone describe it once as one happens like immediately and one like slowly gets worse or something. Uh. Let me look it up. All right, so symptoms of a panic attack are intense and disruptive. They often involve a sense of unreality and detachment. Anxiety symptoms vary in intensity from mild to severe. Panic attacks appear suddenly while anxiety symptoms become gradually more intense over minutes, hours, or days. So, yeah, that's what I thought. Um, so I thought it was a panic attack. Maybe it was an anxiety attack. I don't know what it was. It sucked. And I've had stuff like that in the past, but not too many. This one was real bad, <laughs> it was so bad. Um, I just have been overwhelmed with all things pregnancy and um, all the doctor's appointments and all of the many things I have to do for these babies to stay healthy and just the stress of it all while also trying to keep my job afloat and the, you know, pressures and guilt of trying to be a good mom and wife when I feel like I'm feeling it, those things. There's, there's, I mean, there's just a long laundry list of stuff. And I had to meet with a new doctor that day, a new specialist in something who gave me a new list of things I needed to do to better my health. And I just got overwhelmed. And it, I, how I described it, it was like I had a very, very full cup of water in me, of all the things I need to do, and it—it it was like you could have put one drop in there and it would have exploded open um, of anything. And so it just so happened that
1: it was warranted. It, you its a lot, a lot. It was bad on your plate or in your cup. <laughs> in your cup, in this case. Bad. And um, I think you just needed to like let it out, and that's how it manifested itself. Yeah, it was and really it was, weird. And once. Once you started dumping the cup, it was like a waterfall, baby. More like a waterfall, and that's okay. And I think um,
0: it was weird.
1: I was happy I was here.
0: Yeah, me too.
1: And uh, I'm really proud of how I handled it.
0: <laughs>
1: um, I, thought, I thought, no, I, I, um, it was, it was pretty scary. Um, it was
0: weird. It was like I was crying on and off for hours, and I. I couldn't stop crying. I couldn't stop feeling overwhelmed. I felt like I couldn't breathe for hours. And then finally you yeah, it that like holding my breath feeling turned into hyperventilating and I couldn't stop doing that. And I couldn't calm myself down. And the more I tried to calm myself down, the more worked up I would get to the point where we, that's ha- what
1: they say about those things. Like the more yeah. you try and, um, I learned this on the Calm app, one of (laughs) my sponsors. (laughs) The more you try and fight it, the more you somehow feed it. Uh, Yeah, it was pretty
0: bad. And the weirdest part to me, this has never happened to me during like a panicky or anxiety filled moment. My face went numb. Like literally my face, neck and back like started getting really tingly and they went like almost numb. It was really weird. That's never happened during. And it was because of it. Because when I calmed down, that stopped.
1: Well, yeah, I think that had something to do with oxygen. Yeah, either too much Blood of it flow. or not enough. Like, yeah,
0: it was weird.
1: There's a lot going on in your body physiologically right now. Yeah, I wasn't. I, I will say, like, if if you weren't pregnant, I, I, you know what I mean? It would have, it would have been.
0: We would have gone to the hospital.
1: No, I don't know. I, I think it'd be like less. I'd have less. I think it was because you were pregnant with two babies. I, I was like, maybe we should. We were pretty close. I mean, we did call call a doctor and speak to a doctor.
0: Yeah, I was talking to two doctors and. Well, I
1: was. You couldn't talk.
0: Yeah, I physically couldn't speak. So Eric got on the phone with the doctor and she helped us through it. And it was truly between. um, If I couldn't have calmed down with the doctor's help, I would have had to go to the hospital for sure. But it was one of those things where if if I were that went through that not pregnant, I'd be like, take me to the ER. This is weird. since I'm pregnant, I'm like, oh, this happens every day <laughs> <Like> something <laughs> bad happens with my pregnancy every day God, but i can't imagine but now the newest thing the last couple of days is um my legs feel like they've given up like my legs are like this is too much weight we're done because i'm officially i think officially have more weight than i ever did with flynn in my belly area mm-hmm. because flynn was seven pounds when he was born and these babies are both measuring about three pounds right now. And they both have their own placentas and they're both sacks of water, which is very heavy. So I think I officially have, with all that combined, more weight on the front than I ever did with Flynn. And it really does feel when I walk around, like I, I we just took a break. I walked to the kitchen. and I was like, I need to sit down. Like my legs are, they start shaking, like they're going to give out. And that's scary because I feel like I'm going to just fall. It's a lot of work,
1: lugging all that.
0: Especially when you got skinny little chicken legs like me. Yeah. They're like, we don't hold this much weight ever. What are you doing? Move have the
1: legs of an Olympic speed skater, love? What are you talking about? I see you doing squats.
0: Oh, yeah. Right. I, I was telling Eric, it feels like you ever have to carry a really huge box that weighs like a billion pounds. You know, have you ever like not a billion? Okay. I'm being a little dramatic.
1: You're always carrying around boxes,
0: 20 pound box, uh-huh. whatever. And you just have to carry it around your house all day. Eventually your legs and arms are going to be like, Hey, I'm, I cannot do this anymore. And well, you did
1: that video with Corey where you taped a, mm-hmm. a watermelon yes. to him. Right. And you said mm-hmm. he was like sweating and had to sit down. Oh and yeah. He, felt like he, was he was like, how do you do this? Yeah.
0: I wanted to do it with you, but then you had to get your wisdom teeth out that week. Um, so there's still time. We can do it right now. Like right now? Do we still have that watermelon?
1: I certainly threw that watermelon out. Dang I was just it. sitting on our our kitchen for Come
0: on, lovey. weeks and
1: weeks. Uh um I'll do that. Uh, you know what I mean? I'll I'll uh, for
0: <laughs> what do they call it? I don't know. When you do I mean,
1: things for sympathy, not sympathy.
0: Uh, well I don't know. It's 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 to me, the weight of it all is like the least of my issues. You know what I mean?
1: What's the word I'm looking for?
0: I don't know what you're talking about. Like, sympathy pains? No, like, uh... Uh... I'm... uh, What are you talking about? (laughs) You know, when,
1: like, when, uh, like, the, like, uh... What's the word? Not sympathy, but, like, not empathy, but, like, I'm... Okay. You have to go through this, so I'm gonna go through it with you. There's, like, a word for that.
0: Uh... Sympathy? Like,
1: something eating? What? I don't know.
0: Something eating?
1: Yeah, like, oh, like... She's eating all this because she's pregnant. So I'm going to eat it all too out of
0: like support.
1: Sup- it's not support though. There's a word. It's driving
0: me nuts. Anyways. I'm going to look it up. I can't remember what it's called. A sympathy pain. I don't know. What something like
1: that. But it brings me to something that I, I wanted to, to say to you to um, sh- for sure make you angry.
0: Oh God. Um,
1: <laughs> but um, I, I wondered if you knew mm-hmm. about Covade syndrome.
0: No, covade.
1: Yeah, not covid. Covade.
0: It sounds like you were saying covid, but fancy.
1: Uh, Oh, God. Uh, Also called sympathetic pregnancy Mm -hmm. is a proposed condition in which an expectant father Mm -hmm. experiences some of the same symptoms and behavior as their pregnant wife. Okay. Are you already rolling your eyes off of your face? Well, they most often include weight gain, altered hormone levels, morning nausea and disturbed sleep patterns, anxiety. Here's the thing. Yeah. Postpartum depression, labor pains but this and a- nosebleeds, commonly known as sympathy pain. It is not recognized as a real syndrome by many medical professionals, but it's a, it's a source of debate. And some believe it's a psychosomatic condition, while others believe it has um, actual biological causes relating to hormone changes in the home.
0: Yeah, I yeah. mean, I think that like.
1: Well, let's talk about me and my, what's going on with me. We're always talking about your symptoms. What about my symptoms? I have something
0: to say. So I do think there's validity to how stressful and um, crazy it is to have a kid, whether you are a husband
1: and a partner who's going through this.
0: Yeah. Um, It is obviously.
1: It's hard for me too.
0: It is hard for you too. (laughs) You can't even say that
1: with a straight face.
0: Well, it is hard for you too. No, I agree oh, with that. I'm love. no, that's what I've, I just said. Like there's there's a lot of validity to like how stressful and scary and overwhelming course, having a course. new baby is and all that. Of course, it's been hard for you yeah. and all the all the pressure of well, like everything at home.
1: We've seen that here privately.
0: Um, but I will say this. I'm gonna call you out right now. And you can decide whether we're gonna keep this in or not. <laughs> I'm gonna call you out hard. The other day. I was talking to my wonderful, incredible husband, who has gone above and beyond to take care of me and our son while I've been going through this. He's the best. But I was talking to him about how mm. with twins, it is very common to have a c-section and how that scares me. I think c-sections are awesome and I'm so grateful for them. And if I need to have a C-section, I'm obviously having a C-section. Like, let's do it. Totally game. Um, it's just the only reason it's scary to me is because I've never had one. Right. And I've had Uh, uh, the other kind of birth out the the bits. And so I know what to expect with that. A C-section is scary and new to me. And I was explaining to Eric how scary that was, the idea of having a C-section and a major surgery and cutting me open and Taking out organs and babies. I did, and- did I
1: compare it to my wisdom teeth?
0: You certainly did. <laughs> you said to me with this, I'm talking to you, like te- teary-eyed, how like scared I am of this. Oh, new I was. And, I and, wasn't uh, being serious. So no, I was like you. I well, what I said. Let me finish. Let me say so what he I said. said. He said, "Love." I He was so sweet. He was like consoling me through it. And he goes, "If I can get through my wisdom <laughs> teeth surgery, you can get through a C-section." <sighs> And I-, I meant
1: that like it was a it was a thing that i i it, i meant that like it was a thing that I'd never had done that I was really scared of that is a that Love. i that I had been avoiding for twenty years mm-hmm. that I finally had the courage
0: correct, I understand that, but they are not comparable surgeries,
1: and I think even in the just so you know just so you listening know like I surely said during this conversation. They are not comparable. You did not. I am not saying it's the same you did thing. Not. And I was saying it in jest. I was. Not, and I it did, did say not that. Seem like it's Selective. Memory. So I, I just
0: want to say, he said that. And if you're wondering what my response was, there wasn't one because it didn't deserve a response. I think it just looked at you and then we just kept talking and moved on from uh, it. But it was very funny yeah, to me.
1: No, leave it in. But like, <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm a good guy. I'm a good guy.
0: <laughs> you're the best guy in the world. You're amazing. But that one, I was like, not the same with some teeth being taken out and sometimes we swing organs and, we miss, and babies we? being pulled from your stomach is not the same but um speaking of organs <laughs> speaking of how awesome you are i want to talk about a present i got you and i'm not kidding i really did get you a present okay. from our next sponsor okay uncommon goods oh you guys if you haven't heard of un- uncommon goods i'm about to change your life i got a lot of it's goods really exciting
1: most of them are un- uncommon
0: are uncommon If you're on a mission to be the best gift giver ever this year, it's never too early to start crossing off your list. Whether you're shopping for mom, dad, teenagers, in-laws, or your best friends, Uncommon Goods makes it easy to find remarkable and truly original gifts for anyone. Uncommon Goods wants your holiday season to be stress-free. So check out their selection of thousands of items today. So you guys, let me just tell you.
1: So now we're already Christmas shopping too?
0: Okay. The gift I got you was not for Christmas. I was just going to give it to you, but it hasn't arrived yet, but I'm really excited about it. So when we are asked, um, wait, let me say that again, Chris. When Uncommon Goods uh, reached out and wanted to sponsor us, I looked into their website. I'd never heard of them before. And I am so sad that I've been missing out. Because yeah, there's
1: a lot of cool stuff on there. I looked at it amazing. too. It is
0: amazing. So um, there are, I mean, I'm talking, they have everything. I knew you
1: did, I knew what it was. You didn't know what it was.
0: I hadn't heard yeah. of it yet. And they ha- they literally have everything. I had like,
1: ordered from there before they were yeah, sponsored.
0: Yeah, there's tons of awesome stuff. I mean- Everything you can imagine, like there's cutting boards and there's shower steamers and there's like clothes and there's, I mean, puzzles and games. And I'm not kidding. I saw a hat for your bananas. I saw (laughs) a hat for bananas on there. So they have like everything. And I was going to surprise you, but I guess I'm going to spoil it. Tell me what it was.
1: Tell me what it is.
0: I got you this really cool, um, like whiskey oak glass that like makes the whiskey taste better so it's like an enhancing oak tumbler
1: is it made of oak
0: yeah i'll show you a picture of it
1: oh that's cool isn't that cool
0: because you've kind of been drinking whiskey lately well and
1: I love wooden things it's a wooden cup I know isn't it so
0: and it enhances it isn't that cool yeah Um, so anyway they have lots of really awesome stuff is what I'm trying to get at so if you don't know what to get someone this is the place to go who knows what holiday shopping will look like this season and the unique gifts that Uncommon Goods can sell out fast so shop now and take care of it early no matter what they are into Uncommon Goods has the perfect gift from art and jewelry to kitchen home and bar Uncommon Goods has something for everyone. Not the same lackluster gifts you could find just anywhere. Uncommon Goods looks for products that are high quality, unique, and often handmade or made in the U.S. They have the most meaningful out-of-the-ordinary gifts Anywhere. And with every purchase you make at Uncommon Goods, they give back one dollar to a nonprofit partner of your choice. They've donated more than two and a half million dollars to date. So to get 15% off your next gift, go to uncommongoods.com slash relax. That's uncommongoods.com slash relax for 15% off. Don't miss out on this limited time offer. Uncommon goods, we're out of the ordinary. It really is an awesome, awesome website. I was like having so much fun looking at all the mm-hmm. stuff. There's like quirky, weird, fun stuff it's on there. Quirky, it's uncommon. It's yeah. it's uncommon. I, like
1: I said, I had shopped there before.
0: Yeah. So anyway, um, we were just talking about how my Eric symptoms? compared my C-section to his wisdom <laughs> teeth, but now we're going to oh. talk about something else. Well,
1: you told the story about like what you deems to be your first big.
0: Well, it was my worst. It wasn't my first, but it was the worst one I've ever had: panic mm-hmm. attack, anxiety attack. Uh-huh. But you're a friend to anxiety. You and Anxiety are oh, buddies. I wouldn't call
1: my, me a friend. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's... Uh, what? I don't know. Do you it's, have a story you want to tell? It's definitely not my friend. It's it's now it's... it's. I don't know that I ever was aware of it for... like. I mean, I knew the word, mm-hmm. but I didn't... I had no relationship to it until an ep- episode mm-hmm. like that happened to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and is now... a the medicated problem in my <sighs> life. Um, but the first big anxiety attack that I had was at, of course, the best place for it to happen. Mm-hmm. Disneyland.
0: Ah, yes. So That's not only story. am
1: I not a huge fan of Christmas, I also don't like Disneyland. I know, how
0: are we married? These are my two they favorite things. They say opposites things.
1: attract, I don't know.
0: Oh, gosh. Those are
1: your two favorite things. You know, what? Those are your two like happy places mm-hmm. or is like Christmas decorations. Mm-hmm. And Disneyland. Well,
0: Chris, the Christmas season, but yes, Christmas time and Disneyland. And I can guarantee you that now that you're a dad, going with Flynn, sure, it's yeah. gonna be your favorite. I hopefully in the world.
1: will change my relationship with that place, but it was my first time there, and it has t- it has tainted the world of Disney uh, for me.
0: Where did this, dis, where did this, uh, attack good interview of question anxiety enough. occur? Uh,
1: it happened at, what's the, the main hotel there?
0: Well, there's a few, there's the, the California, the, the Californian one, the like, yeah, that's one the in one, California adventure. The big one, it has
1: like the big, like faux redwood tree yes. in the mm-hmm. lobby. Mm-hmm. So I had to, I was working on a Disney esque, sh- an ABC show, ABCs, um, by Disney corporation mm-hmm. and probably then, I don't know, billionaires, mm-hmm. um, but they, I was working on an ABC show, and they had invited us uh, some of the cast to go there for like what? What do they call it? The like PR? No, for like what's the people that show you around and you oh, get to go flag? through the back? Yeah, go like you know what I mean. So it was like my a
0: VIP tour guide,
1: right? So it was my first time at Disneyland. This like cool, like going to be this cool experience because we had that kind of service, and so we we were like to meet in the lobby of that place to then enter the park through. I know it well through there. Mm-hmm. And I got. I remember having to get there um, early in the morning ish, and um, having a rough night the night before. I just I, like I, I wasn't feeling great, but I was really excited. And then getting there, I, I don't know. I don't know what, what it was, but I remember specifically that there is also a a piano in the lobby mm-hmm. of that hotel, as well as a giant fake redwood tree. Mm-hmm. And there was a gentleman there tuning the piano. Mm-hmm. Have you ever heard someone tune a piano your before, your father?
0: in our house (laughs)
1: yeah (laughs) in any case what that entails is just a lot of repetitive hitting the same note Mm -hmm. over and over and over again hard and there was something about like the stress of the experience and that just the key on the piano being hit oh i'm so triggered Mm -hmm. even talking about this right now uh like over and over again like that like um it set off a climactic version of you know i'd had nerves before i'd been stressed before i'd like whatever I thought anxiety was before that like existed, but this was like a whole different thing to where I turned green, got, got like sick, you Mm -hmm. know what I mean? And, and felt like the lead character in Sopranos suffers from Mm -hmm. these sorts of attacks. And he, when he, in the pilot episode of that show, he describes it to his therapist as he had ginger ale. He felt like he had ginger ale in his brain. Mm -hmm. And like, it felt like, I don't know, all of these things, um, and once it seemed once that door was open, like then the fear of that happening again became mm-hmm. the thing, mm-hmm. you know, so it's it's all become just a, you know, a fear of that like yeah. awful crawl out of your skin experience. But then like we I had to proceed to then continue on this guided private VIP Disneyland experience. And I bailed on the rides I sat on, you know what I mean? For the first half of the day until eventually I think we got to like the cars ride. And I was like, I can do this one. I'm so, <laughs> <laughs> and then I f- started to feel these things pass, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, As yours did this eventually passed for me, like this spe- specific mm-hmm. strange to be talking about this.
0: So. Why is it well, weird? I'm a
1: private person. I don't yeah. know.
0: Yeah. But, uh, yeah. How you, how you've always explained your anxiety to me is like not, you get, it's not that you're nervous about doing something or it's not that you're anxious about, I'm anxious
1: about feeling anxious. Yeah,
0: You get anxious about the feeling of being anxious. Yeah. You're like, I don't
1: know if anyone listening can relate. Surely somebody can. Um, Yeah.
0: It's not like you're nervous about that job. You're going to go on or nervous about this event or nervous about this deadline coming up, whatever. It's like, you're nervous that that will make you anxious. So you're anxious that you're going to feel anxious. And then that makes you anxious right yeah
1: and that leads to all kinds of problems right yeah it's not fun
0: no i wouldn't say that
1: um but it is i think it's uh, important that it's talked about mm-hmm. in a real way and de-stigmatized mm-hmm. and it's a real thing that people it's right. okay to be open about and get um, help for I yeah to. i agree yeah and uh yeah when you had that this week i was like the whole time um I was with you. I was, I knew, I knew exactly yeah. step by step, but when you're in it, there's nothing you can really, Yeah. you're in it. You know what I mean? But like, mm-hmm. what, it was, it was, yeah, such a bummer for me because like, I, I knew exactly what you were feeling, like every mm-hmm. step of that. Well, it
0: did get to a point where I was like, <clears throat> I was, I, I said to you, I was like, I'm not even upset about anything anymore. I just can't calm down. It was like, I was panicked about being panicked, yeah. I guess, at that point. Mm-hmm. And so- And the more you you- I was try like, and
1: th- stop and instead of letting it wash over you, the more you try and just stop it, it's like it yeah. just feeds. I was it, like yeah. so
0: stressed that I couldn't calm myself down. And that was freaking me out. Which <sighs> was me anyway, what a fun way to end this episode. Are huh? you guys relaxed? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm sitting so low in this chair now. I know. And I'm trying to hide behind the microphone. Um, but that's okay. It's good to no, it's, it's nice so- to talk to you.
0: And, and that's to to you what Christmas things. does to you? Christmas makes you feel that way. In a way, yes, I'm <gasps> I'm
1: I'm always more anxious around Christmas time.
0: Luffy, that's I am horrible. I don't
1: know. Wh- I don't know why. It's actually like the peak in my anxiety. Like I think that's true level for a lot of people is around the holidays. I think for me, especially living in L.A. for the past over 10 years like that, like that's what I'm used to having to fly and fly all the way back across. The, you know what I mean? Like having these huge travel days and then being back and, you know, I don't know, nothing against my home, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, or anything like that, but just that whole process and that whole yeah, it's just oh my god, something that's always spiked around then. So yeah, it's Christmas's fault for sure. So
0: my decorations do that to you, they, I guess
1: psychologically. We've just
0: that's so we, sad. We're now. breaking
1: down so many walls oh right gosh. now, and I think we've totally so figured I out. I shouldn't
0: decorate. I should not decorate for Christmas. I've, absolutely not. I feel like I should not. I feel like that is a horrible idea. I really feel that. I'm way I'm ready
1: to decorate today. Love. <laughs> not happening (laughs) no we went to this really cool like christmas wholesale warehouse and they had some really interesting Mm -hmm. christmas decorations and trees that i was like i was excited Mm -hmm. i was excited with you and i was like get it and let's do it now like i I want that happiness for you like certainly outweighs and maybe we can shift Mm -hmm. the you know however it makes you know what i mean Yeah, together
0: there we go in love we can work on it together we can have you pick out the decorations so, you like them
1: together, together, holding hands.
0: Flynn loved that store. He loved it. He all did. The he lights. really liked it. He yeah. was really excited.
1: Yeah. And he is excited about Anyway, stuff.
0: There you go. What a weird episode full of lots of things. But it. thanks for listening, everyone. Thank you guys you. are the best. And we hope you enjoyed this episode. We'll see you next week. Um, and that's all. We'll talk to you later I'm gonna go lay you're down You're getting good at this <laughs> I need to lay down I don't feel good <laughs>
1: We're almost at 40 episodes And you're finally getting the hang of it Oh jeez Louise Bye
0: You can relax Colleen and Eric have a podcast The world is scary And we're locked in our home But now we have big microphones So you can relax That's the name of our podcast